Welcome to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am your host, Nia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, one meal at a time. The Plan Simple Meals podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier, happier home. Listen in for informative conversations and valuable strategies to make meals healthy, meaningful, and fun. Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. Today, we have another great interview in our series of work, life, and food balance. And today on the podcast, we have someone named Shay Robsky. And it's really funny because I have this whole process in line that enables me to do this podcast because obviously a podcast is sort of like the work I want to give back to the world, but it doesn't necessarily pay the bills. So I have this process that it really makes it possible to get these out every week and then this week every day. And part of that process is that I do the interviews, I get them transcribed. I have this amazing person named Sarah, who's a writer, and she helps me write up the summary that appears on the Plan Simple Meals blog. And then from that summary, I then go back because a lot of times I batch these episodes. So I do them all in a in a row, which makes it super efficient. So you might have heard us share that um, tip as I interviewed other entrepreneurs. I think that's something that a lot of people do is batch. And I highly recommend it. I batch food too, but I also batch my work. And so Sarah goes back in and writes um, up the blog post that on the day that this podcast goes live, it goes also on the Plan Simple Meals blog. But from that post, which, you know, sometimes I tweak, but usually she's got it pretty good. Um, that's how I come back and just jog my memory of everything amazing that we talked about and record the intro and then record the three um, doable steps that are at the end of this episode. And on this one, I'm just chuckling because I just logged in and there's just this little note on the side from Sarah that says, well, maybe you should add in like she's your good friend. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is that actually I don't know Shay. We met via Facebook um, because someone actually recommended her to help with some Facebook ads at some point. And I haven't even worked with her yet, but I loved her energy and I knew she'd make such a good addition to this series. And so we hopped on the phone, but I think you'll hear in this interview, the reason I'm telling you this long blown out story is because she really is like an old friend. She's just, she has a great energy and she's really honed in on this subject that we're going to talk about, which is about really creating your dream schedule. And the way that she's done this is because she's worked really hard in different ways to create her dream schedule. So we talk about going from corporate to then having her own gig and to her own gig, not turning it out to give her as much time that she wanted with her kids as she thought it would. And then how she transformed that gig into something that would give her more time. And then what she really has to show up to do on a you know, yearly and daily basis to make this really a reality. So such a good conversation. I'm so excited for you guys to hear all that she has to offer. And before we dive into our conversation and I give her an official intro, I also wanted to tell you guys to remember that the giveaway is still open for winning. So definitely go make sure that you sign up and 
The cool thing is, is that when you enter to win, you'll get directed to a screen that shows you how you could share it. And as you share it, you win more entries. So the more you share it, the higher your chances of winning. So again, how to enter is you go to plansimplemeals.com slash win. And we will choose one lucky winner on Tuesday evening. And I'm super excited. I want to see your new anthropology outfit. I want to hear the meals you're planning with all these tools you're getting. Oh my God, I can't wait to see the transformation of the lucky mama who wins this giveaway. Again, plansimplemeals.com slash win. And if you go over to the blog, you will see that in the show notes as well. All right, the second announcement, which I'm just going to keep announcing, you guys aren't going to hear me shut up about this one for a while, is that I have been working really hard and listening really hard to all the moms out there in my free communities, in my paid communities, and I have utilized my design skills. I went to school for design. I owned a design company for years. And I finally got to do my own dream project, which was to create a planner, which is called the Flow Planner. And it is the first planner that puts food on the same pages as your work and your life, your busy life. And I think it's going to change some lives. So I'm super excited and I want everyone to get on the list. Now, listen, if you're already on my list, you're going to get pinged about it when it goes live, which is on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm telling you that because there are a select number of first sales. This isn't like a big sale, you guys. It's going to be like in the 20s. Um, uh, the first ones that get sold, the first couple of hundred are going to be at a reduced price to what it will then be for sale. And during the whole launch phase, um, which will be a couple weeks, it will be cheaper than it will be like for the rest of its life. So it's a great opportunity to grab it, to get your copies or copy, um, to buy Chris use it as a Christmas present, to share it with all your friends. I really think if you like the idea of just having your best, most healthiest life, you're going to love this. If you love paper, you're going to love this. If you love good design, you're going to love this. If you don't love paper, I would love you to be open to it because I think it actually, I'm not asking you to ditch your digital calendar. I actually think the combo can be life-changing. So just, if you're not on my list, just go to theflowplanner.com, theflowplanner.com, Fill it out, get on the list so that you can find out exactly when it goes live and grab one of those first copies. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So so grab that. And if you're already on my list, you'll get it anyway. So don't worry. Just enjoy this episode with Shay, which you're going to love. Now, Shay Rosby is a hybrid biz life coach. She specializes in mindset and personal growth digital marketing, and Facebook ads, which is what she's someday going to help me with. She helps clients create a business that feels like home to them around their family and family time. She doesn't like the word mompreneur, but she is an entrepreneur and a mom with two daughters. I, you know, I'm kind of right there with you, Shay. I'm not sure about that word mompreneur, though it's kind of clever. But um, I sometimes feel like that's one of those things where we're putting ourselves down as a mom, right? We're, we're entrepreneurs, just like everybody else, and we also happen to be moms. So I love that. And I hope you guys love this episode with Shay. 
Hello, Shay. Welcome to today's episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am super excited to have you here. Oh, I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. This has been such a fun series. It's it's a little different than normal because normally we're talking like purely food with doctors and health coaches and all that stuff, but it's been so fun to talk to fellow entrepreneurs who are moms. I guess the appropriate word is mompreneur. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just understanding how we all balance it all and it, there's just been such a wealth of insight and ideas because we all we all juggle things so differently so I'm excited to have you on today oh thank you I'm so excited to be here I cannot wait to chat with you oh good so tell us who you have who who, who are you a mom of I'm a mom of two kids Cameron he's going to be eight and my daughter Greenlee she is six and a half and Cameron is obsessed with all things balls. He just finished baseball and he recently just told me that he wants to get into professional bowling. Oh my Lanta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so he's going to test the waters this, this year, this school year to see how he likes it. Oh I think he's crazy, but I didn't even know that was a thing for kids. That's funny. Well, apparently, his my husband's mother said that it runs in the blood because she was a professional bowler. Oh, my gosh. And my husband's brother actually got scholarships for being on the bowling team in college. Nuh-uh. Colleges have bowling teams? Wow. <laughs> yes, That's I know. so crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's always an angle. There's always a way in. <laughs> there is. It's always something. And so I told my son, I said, if you want to test it, let's go ahead. <laughs> I'm not betting on it, but... Oh my God, that's hysterical. Um, yes. Okay, so and then got, my daughters can dance. Got it. And I remember that because you are going to lay the floors soon yes. after we do this interview. So the things yeah. that we balance in life. So, <laughs> so and you um, work from home. Yes, um, I own my own marketing company. I help clients basically build out funnels, master their paid advertising, and build their story out for their business. Um, I'm moving more into kind of like the work-life balance, though, kind of like what we're going to talk about today and building out an aligned business so you do have more time with your kids, though. I love it. You know, that's, you. That's, why, that's why you're here, although someday I hope you're not so balanced that you can't help me with my Facebook ads someday. <laughs> oh, I'll always have a place for you, babe. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Let's dive into that a little bit about the balance. Let's let's can we just dive into your life first a little bit yeah. like. It, has it always been easy for you to keep that balance? No, actually, when I first started working from home, so a little backstory, mm -hmm. I was pregnant with Cameron, my, he's my oldest, and I passed out at work. I was in corporate oh sales making like 100 calls a day, and I told my husband, I'm like, I just can't. I passed out at work from like stress and anxiety, and so after that happened, I said, I'm done. I don't want to do this. This isn't my passion. I'm done. And so when I put in my two week and I came home, like I was a workaholic and there were times where I would be breastfeeding and typing over my son. So when and, did you quit? Did you quit before he was born or sort of like yes. you, it dovetailed with yep. his birth? Yep. Okay. I quit before he was born. So I, um, I was five months pregnant. It happened in April of 2008 yep. and I was five months pregnant. I said, you know what? I can't do this. 
Um, obviously my husband had to like drive, I was working an hour away from home and he worked like a half hour the other way. So he had to drive an hour and a half to come get me from the hospital. And I said, for one, if this happens again, this is not good. And for two, I said, I hate making calls. I hate having like my check dependent on if I hit my numbers. Cause it wasn't just a check on sales. Like I hated having that just in the back of my head that, my extra money was dependent on if I made those 100 calls a day and it just sucked. So that was awesome. So you were able to make the choice and it sounds like maybe before you knew what you were going to do next. Yeah. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I quit and then I went through like an identity crisis and I read 12 Janet Ivanovich books. (laughs) Have you ever heard of her? No. Oh my gosh. That's like one for the money, two for the show. Like these just, these are the most ridiculously stupid, funny books. And so I said, I'm going to just sit with this for a while and I'll figure it out. Like right before he's born, I'm not going back to work no matter what. And so I was searching online and I found this social media marketing position and I'm like, okay, it's 20 hours a week. It's something that I can actually do. I, I can do that from home. Right. And I was making little, very little money. Yep. But I was still working from home. Yep. And I didn't have to go. And so I started doing that, I think, at like seven months when I was pregnant. I started doing it in July and I was due in September. Yep. And then like after I had him, I got to the and so it progressed from 20 hours a week to like 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And then it got even more and more and more. And then I took a position with a new company where I was a social media manager making more money. But then the person who was my boss got let go. And Mm -hmm. so my boss, the boss of my boss said, Hey, do you want his position? You've basically been doing it. It comes with a $5 an hour pay increase. It's going to be more hours. Well, all I heard was pay increase. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this. Got it. (laughs) I'm like done. But then again, it was back to the, okay, I'm working all day. And the whole purpose of me wanting to stay home was so I wasn't stressed. So I had more time with my son. And by that time, I actually had had my daughter as well. Got it. And I was, and I put them in daycare. And I don't, I, I don't just daycare. Like I put them in part time and that was a saving grace for me with my business. But even when they would get home, I would cook dinner. I would play with them for a little bit. But then as soon as my husband got home, it was back to work. Right. And I said, this is not what I want to do. So eventually my boss, she goes, you know, I'm giving up my business. Do you want my clients? Um, she was moving into, have you ever heard of Amazon fulfillment by Amazon where you like sell stuff on Amazon? Yes. Yes. So she moved into that, said, here, take my clients. I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> but then, so like, then all of a sudden you had a business. It, exactly. And so we cut out the middleman who was me cause she was making a profit and I was making a fantastic profit, but then I was doing absolutely everything. Right. And at that point, I told my husband, I said, I'm like, (laughs) I get to this point where I'm like, I'm just done. And so I told him, I said, I know this is not what you want to hear right now. We just got approved to purchase a house. Um, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. And he looks at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, babe, I I can't. 
Like, I want to be with the kids. I don't want to be paying $200 a week for childcare. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't why I went into business in the first place. Right. So I stopped. I said, I'm getting rid of social media and I am focusing on one aspect of my business, which was the Facebook ads. Okay. And so then, so, so that makes the business make more sense. But then time wise, I think it's still hard to like get out of that, you know, like once you get in these habits and, and it's hard even because we're so programmed, I think even before we go into corporate, just like what work hours are just from school years and then, you know, that whole nine to five thing. So, so you got out of that. I'm assuming your kids are getting closer now to the age where they can be in school instead of daycare. Is that true? That is absolutely true. And actually I was, like I was telling you, I plan on launching a program that is specifically geared for the school year because that's, I want to take summers off and be present with them. And so, yeah, so totally. So how did you, so then, so how did you find then that balance for yourself? Because I'm assuming at the point where you're sort of working at every free moment that you can and really, you know, that sounds a little bit more like survival mode to me. And it was, and it was just, I was crying. I was stressed. Like my husband said that I wasn't myself anymore. And I told him, I said, it has to change. Like when I, you kind of know with yourself when you're reaching that breaking point. Yeah. And so when I reached there and I, and I just shut down, I said, it has to change. So what I did was I cut out all social media because I was managing Facebook, Pinterest, Uh, Twitter, Instagram, like all of that. I was managing it. Me and my assistant, we were going in, having to schedule the posts. And like, it was just around the clock. Okay. And so you cut out a big chunk of the work. So you you would get your hours down. Absolutely. And And so, and what did that enable you to add in? So that actually enabled me to like take away 20 hours of work a week for myself. And it allowed me to focus in and become an expert on one thing, which was the Facebook ads. Yeah. And then I was able to say, and, and this is like, I do this um, process every six months. I say, what does my schedule look like right now currently as it is? Yeah. What do I want my schedule to look like? Like what would be my dream schedule and how can I get there? Yeah. And so when I did that, that first time after I got rid of everything, like I was at the point where I was working 60 hours a week and that just wasn't okay. So I said my new schedule and I obviously don't like try to go crazy. Like I didn't say I want to go from 60 hours a week to 10 hours a week and, right. and be realistic. I said, okay, I want to cut that in half. Yep. How can I do this? What can I do where I can cut that in half while taking care of myself? And being present with my family. And so I actually cut out um, a little bit of TV time. Like, I'm a big Hallmark movies, Christmas in (laughs) July, Christmas year-round junkie. And so cutting that out at first, I'm like... my husband goes, you need to watch these movies. You're, it's blocking our DVR. And I'm like, no, no, I am working on me right now. I am meditating. I am doing a bit more yoga than I was. Like it turned everything around when I got rid of all that excess stuff that really did not matter. And I started focusing on, okay, how do I want to show up? How do I want to feel 
and what would my ideal schedule look like? And so being able to do that and focus on that, it allowed me to find clients that were more aligned with me. Like I have not done any marketing in three and a half years because I've had so many fantastic referrals being able to come to me because they've heard of the good work that I've done. Right. Which is so great. Okay. It is. So, so I think the the most important thing I hear in all that, well, there's lots of little nuggets, but something yes. I think that we forget to do is just that pause to yeah. take stock of where we are. Cause so yeah. often we hit that, it's like that bottom point when you were fainting that we realized that we've like, it's gone too far. Yeah. Um, so, so t- sort of take stock where you are and then really vision where you want to be. And then right. I think that even if we get there, sometimes what we forget to do is like the realistic steps, like to bridge that. So I think that that's so awesome. And how you do that every six months. Is that what you said? I do. I I do it. So I do it at the end, end beginning of the year. So December or January, Mm -hmm. I do it right after the kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. So they get done in June. And so, so maybe it's not every six months and then I do it right before they start school. So I do it four times a year. And, and I was so going to say that's, that's cause, and those seem like transitions in like exactly. everything, like what they might do after school, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I love that. That's a great yeah. strategy. And it gives me clarity on where has my time gone, especially yep. like with this summer, I'm like, I feel a bit off this summer and I look and I'm like, oh, that's because I really have been more present with the kids and I haven't really done other things that I told myself I I would do because I've been with them more. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with that because I have been doing what I wanted to do with my schedule that I talked about with my husband. Got it. Um, I love that. And then, so if you do this every couple months, do you have any practices that you do on a more regular basis to make sure that you're like, really tuning into that because I feel like uh, so many of those things like for example you going to help bring your daughter to dance and realizing that that meant helping to lay down the floor (laughs) like there's so many little things that can come up that we may say yes to um that sort of encringe definitely on our work time but can also encringe on our self-care time and it can work both ways right we can also spend too much time in our work and not have time to do things like go help at the dance studio. So absolutely. What do you do sort of on a, do you do something on a more regular basis to check in with that plan and make sure that you're really living up to how you want to feel? Absolutely. I ask my, so at the beginning of the year, I come up with um, like the words and my values for the year. So when, when I'm going through my schedule in December or January, whenever I get to it, I say, how do I want to feel and how do I want to show up? And so my, I'll tell you for this year, my um, core values were fun, transparency, um, community, being connected and cozy. Mm -hmm. And so with the community aspect, it was my kids have been doing sports for the past two, three years, and I've never really gotten into the community. So my question I ask with, is this going to help me get to know people who are with my children regularly? Is this going to help me get to know them, them get to know me so I can build that relationship? Yeah. And so whenever somebody's asking me to do something, it's a, 
is this going towards my what my core values are for this year? Is this going towards what is it going to help me? Or if it's not going to help me, is it something that is a heck yes? Yeah. And if it's a heck yes, then fantastic. If it's not, then I have to say, let me think about it, sit with it, and then it's a no. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's what I do. I literally, I literally go through my core values and say, is this a part of one of the values that I have for this year? Is it going to move me towards my goal? And is it going to help? And and like I said, with this year, it's all about community and getting to know the people who are around my children and letting them get to know me. I love that. That's so awesome. And it's funny. I, I think I actually shared this on a recent podcast or one that's coming out in this set of interviews, but there was one year where, you know, um, uh, my background's in design and, and marketing. And so, you know, when the second schools find out about that, that's a pretty cool thing to have a parent be good at. And so I would say yes to things that they wanted me to do. And there was a point when I was like, what am I doing? It's like late at night, like I'm not talking to my husband and, Mm -hmm. you know, these are things that I'm doing at school that are so disconnected from my kids. And it was like actually preventing me from connecting with the community there. Do you know what I mean? Cause I was volunteering Absolutely. for all these things that were alone. And so at that point, you know, I finished up what I was supposed to do. And then I made a rule that like anything I said yes to there was going to connect me in some way to my kids. Oh, absolutely. I was feeling like work was taking me away from my kids. And it's so, it's so interesting how we can fall into these things. And then we just sort of have to, make these rules. So I love that. Oh, that's very, very true. Um, they actually asked me to do some marketing and I absolutely love doing the marketing for them because it only takes a few minutes of my times. I don't have to do the, 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 oh, my Lanta, the design. Yeah. And I just have to go in and get the ad started. So it's literally under 30 minutes of my time. But I also like, if it's something that is going to be like time, sensitive where it is a big chunk of my time and it's not going to be purposeful for like connecting with my kids, learning about the other kids, connecting with people. I have said no, because it is really about, is this going to help me get to know them? Is this going to bring more value or not? And I just have to be very, very, um, I have high boundaries for my time because you don't realize how important it is until your kids are old enough and they're like, oh, I'll see you later, mom. And I'm like, no, let me go with you. Like, I haven't had enough time with you. Yes, 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 yes. I have a 13-year-old right now and I'm like, oh my God, how did this happen? <laughs> exactly. It goes so fast. I know. It's like, good to see he's a boy. He's still a hugger. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm appreciative that so of that. Sweet. I know. Aww. So so you've had these moments in throughout your your working life and your mom life that you've gotten sort of disconnected, it sounds like, from those yes. things that you believe, probably mostly because you hadn't taken that time at that point to, yes. cre- you know, to define what that is. But since you've been defining it, have there been times, I'm assuming you're human, <laughs> like <I am. laughs> that, that, you, that you do say yes to the wrong thing or you get, you know, pulled out of it for some reason or, you know, something comes up either at home or in work that pulls you out of that sort of feeling of balance? And if yes, sort of what do you do about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> at first I wanted to say, can I plead the fifth to this? But no, <laughs> I, will, 
I will totally be transparent. Yes, there are. I mean, even something as small as me sitting in the living room with the kids and being on my phone and my kid asking me a question and I'm not present. I was just, my mom has the summers off. She's a school teacher. So she actually took the kids from yesterday till tomorrow. And so like on the way home, I was talking to my husband and I said, you know, like we've done a way better job of being present. I said, but we can always do better. Mm-hmm. Like my son asked me a question and I, he, and I didn't even hear him. And like, he comes close. He goes, mom, I asked you something three times in a row and you weren't here. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, my Lanta, <laughs> I was not here. Yeah. And really just saying, you know what, Cameron, you're right. I am so sorry. I was not present. I apologize. Let me try to answer this again for you um, while looking at you so you know that you have my full attention. And so even those small things. And so when that happens, what I have to do. And so what I did when we got home last night is like I meditated and I and I do. um, I I love Gabrielle Bernstein. Have you ever heard of her? Love her. We'll link that up in the show notes. She's great. Okay. Yes. And so she has this amazing meditation CD. I just downloaded the MP3s and it's called, it's from her make cause miracles books, Mm -hmm. but she has a self forgiveness meditation. And so like, I was really down on myself because I'm like, sometimes I do slip up. I'm not perfect. I don't claim that. And sometimes I do say yes to things that should be a hell no. And I have to just really, give myself that grace. And so I'll do a self-forgiveness meditation. I'll love up on myself a little bit extra by giving myself some yoga time or reading something that will make me feel better before bed. Because if I even like, if I'm beating up on myself, my kids are going to see that. And I don't want them to think that it's okay to like constantly nag at yourself. But I also want them to see that I'm human and I'm not perfect and I make mistakes. And so like, I apologized to my son and I Mm -hmm. said, you know, mommy makes mistakes too. Can you forgive me? And he goes, I forgive you, mama. I'll always love you. And I'm like, oh, but it still made me feel guilty because like. (laughs) Yeah. And when it's interesting, it's interesting that you say it that way because, um, (laughs) I'm experiencing the opposite right now. And it's funny that we're talking right now because I'm actually three days alone without kids um, getting a whole bunch of stuff ready for my September launch. And what what I've experienced this year is so my instinct, like as a human, which I've always had to have many forgiveness meditations about, is that I actually do love to work. So when I had three kids, I always hit into that. You know what I mean? Like, I always felt bad when I saw like what the stay-at-home moms could do throughout the day for their kids at school. Like I always had to, I sort of always had to grapple with that. So I was the least likely person to do what I did this past year, which was to take my kids out of school and homeschool them for the year while we went on this book tour. And the most surprising thing to me was how present I could be for them. Um, And it was wonderful. But on the flip side, and I think this is where that balance comes in, On the flip side, then we arrived home this summer and I had a little bit, I needed to go into a little bit of my more work slash hustle mode, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I had to set boundaries to them. So it's like the same thing. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like when I'm with you, I shouldn't be checking my phone and I should be able to answer any question. Yeah. But when I say I need to work, (laughs) 
then oh, I agree. you have to not ask the question. So it's just interesting how, especially when we're working at home, we have to be so clear about yeah. what we're doing and how we're doing it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard, a hard job. It's a hard balance. It, it really is. And that was one of the things that I've had to do, especially now my kids, they went to summer school, but it's not like a teaching summer school like my son did bowling and tennis and <laughs> like all this other stuff my daughter did like discovery zone and made ice cream so like yep. our summer school program is awesome yeah but now that they're done and they're home with me I said you know what guys from eight until 11 this is mommy's time this is mommy getting work done yeah and if you have questions obviously you can come ask me if I need to answer them because my husband works and so then after 11 I will make you lunch and then we will go do something. We'll have fun. We'll, we'll do something so I can be present with you. Yeah. But I said from eight until 11, let's do our best not to argue with each other. Yeah. <laughs> let, let mommy do her best to stay focused. And then I will be present with you. So they know like, and I also, I told them I'm like from eight to 11, I bought them fun workbooks to go through. Um, they get a little extra technology time because yes, um, it is mom guilt, but technology keeps them yeah. entertained for a little bit. And then I will go be present with them. Yeah, no, and we do something very, very, very similar to that as well. And it, it, it works. And it's and I, I think that that whole boundary thing is so important. Um, it is. And I know that we sometimes feel guilty about it as moms, but it's just teaching them the same skill, which they'll need at some point too, right? I agree. And what's cool is that like, I tell my kids, like, I, I'm, I'm like you, Mia, I love working. And I love my job. I love helping people have these ahas and see the numbers actually make sense. And so instead of making it as a mommy has to work, I'm like, this is mommy's business. I absolutely love doing this. Like this lights me up and they see me get fired up. And, and like, I talk to them about some good results that clients have had. So they see that I am making a difference and yeah, that yeah. I really love this. And I think that that makes a difference too, other than the, Oh, I have to work. I have to sit at my computer because I really do like it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. So okay. self-care, let's just go on that quick. And then I have my, my wrap up questions and I want people to know how to get a hold of you. So okay. what are your favorite, um, what, what, when I say self-care, like what comes to mind? What are those things that you fit into your life to take care of yourself? So one of the things, and this is going to sound a little nutty, is so <laughs> one, of, so one of the things this year for me is I'm trying to be more feminine and bring in some of that feminine energy because I run my business and I lead from a very masculine oh, area. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, And so one of the things that one of my very good friends said is, get outside in nature more. So I've been doing, um, going out for walks more and that has really grounded me. That is actually one of my favorite, um, self-care techniques that I'm using right now. And I'll usually listen to like, um, a money mindset or a meditation, um, as I'm walking just so I'm getting my mind right. Yeah. Uh, so, so I have the exact, literally the exact same practice. It's very important oh, to me. Yes. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm even and listening to I the love same journaling. Things. Oh, what'd you say? I said, I'm even listening to the same things. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah, that's so okay. Cool. So tell me about journaling. Um, I actually, so this is a part of my morning routine. And if I don't do my morning routine, I feel really discombobulated for the day. But every morning I journal, I write down 
three, at least three things that I'm grateful for. And it cannot be the same at all that week. Um, it has to be something different every day because I just, I really want to get into that practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I write down what I want my monthly income to be. Mm -hmm. And then I write out any like feelings, frustrations, anything that I woke up feeling, I want to get it out of my body again so that I'm grounded. And I write down anything that I want to do that I can't get to, or just, I, I just do a big brain dump every day. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yep. And then um, again, well, and now I need to know more about the morning routine now that you've thrown that <laughs> word out there. Like we have to take a little, little, little sidestep before we get to where I thought I was going to go. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so no, it's okay. Cause that morning routine is something I think is uber important. It's actually something I teach a lot of mamas to do. So tell me, tell me what that means for you. So you journal. Yes. So that's a part of it. So I go through affirmations. I have my vision board where I have like all the affirmations that I want to say. I have all of my goals on like this um, three by five note card, or actually it's a four by six note card. And like, it says what my yearly revenue goal is, like what I want to do personally, what I want to do for my business. And then again, it has my core desired feelings and it has my core values on there. And I review that just to make sure that I'm aligning my day with what's important. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay. So have you ever heard of Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning? So that's funny. I've heard of something called Miracle Morning, but it, that wasn't the name I would have associated with it. But Well, yeah, so. it's a guy and he wrote this book. And so it's called yep. The Savers. It's silence, which is like meditation, which is what I do. Affirmations. Yep. Yeah. Um, and th so this is what I do. I just, I have to go through like the, the letters <laughs> to tell yeah. you yeah, yeah, and yeah. visualization, yeah. exercise, reading, and then it's, um, journaling, yeah. but he calls it scribing because you want it to be cool with savers with the S at the end, but it's really it. journaling. Yeah. Got scribing it. to me is like from the 1800s, but <laughs> You know. <laughs> so, okay. So let's talk a little bit about time. So that's awesome. So that means that you're doing that walk or whatever your exercise is in the morning as well. Uh, I was doing it right after I dropped the kids off for um, summer school. However, like I said, this is their second week home. Mm -hmm. So I have to bring them with me for the morning walk because my husband gets up at 4 a.m. to leave for work at 5. And oh my gosh. I'm in the dark. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so we put in their scooters, and they will scoot around the track with me while I go for a walk. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so 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 the point is is that these things are very important, and you make time for them no matter Absolutely. what's going on. Absolutely. <laughs> no matter what, with them. I have to get those in. Otherwise, yep. I feel totally off, and I'm not performing at my best. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Um, and, yeah, and I'm a big big proponent of the morning routine and mine was made very easy this year because um as I homeschooled my kids one of the things that happened is that they slept in until uh, 9 30 or know. 10 so I would wake up at like 6 30 and I really had that time to myself and my husband does not leave at 6 30 so I would even go out on my walk on my own and so I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do when everyone's back in school <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to take hard. that in it's going to be hard but it's so important so it is. It is so important. And when it doesn't happen, are you good about just getting back on the next day? Um, do you have any tricks for that? Um, I do. If I, so, if like if it, it happens where you can't get it in or you're traveling, because I find that when we travel, our schedules get all out of whack. 
what I'll do is I'll do the parts that I can in the morning. And then once the kids go to sleep, no matter how tired, lazy, I just want that glass of wine. I will do the rest after they go to bed because I know that in my head I will feel better. And then if I can't do like, cause normally my morning routine takes about an hour. And if I can't do that, then I'll do a shorter version. So I have my, because I've said the affirmations memorized while I'm driving from wherever I'm dropping the kids off, or if I'm driving somewhere alone, I'll say the affirmations while I'm driving. I'll turn the music off or the book, whatever I'm listening to off, and I'll say the affirmations because I know them. Um, The visualization, I can do that while I'm doing dishes or making dinner. So I'll visualize what it would be like making um, dinner in my dream home. And Mm -hmm. so it's really just taking those a few minutes here and there if you have gotten off to kind of get your mind back on track and to really feel those feelings that you're wanting to feel as you're going through the routine. Yeah, I love that. And I love that because even though we call it a morning routine, you know, if it's a mama routine and I feel like the morning really holds the space for the time, like if we're more likely to do it in the morning, but if we need to, there's just so many of those times that we're waiting in a car or like waiting in carpool line or cooking to, you know, those times where we really can be listening to something else, thinking something else. Um, Agreed. And so it's so important to sort of notice what those times are. I love that. Okay. I agree. So tell us how to stay in touch with you. So you can find me at shayrubski.com and let me spell rubski for you because yes, there's a silent H in there. Thank you, husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shay, S-H-A-Y. Rubski is H-R-O-B-S-K-Y. Don't ask me again. I married into it. My last name was Jordan. It was pretty easy. Um, <laughs> and we'll link com. that up in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Well. And so you can find me there. And um, if you want to connect with me on Facebook, it's Facebook forward slash Shea Rupsky. Cool. And everyone should be looking out for what you've got coming up because it sounds really cool. So I'm excited. Yes. It's all about yes. balance. So we love yes. it. Oh. All right. So um, let's move on actually to the last question that I ask everybody, which okay. it's funny because we haven't talked that much besides the cooking dinner while we're doing affirmations. We haven't talked that much about food in this episode, which is totally no. good because we've balanced everything else out. But the question that I ask everyone is to tell us about a meal that had a big impact on you. And it could have been because of the food, the company, or some aha you had while sitting at the table. So this is an unhealthy meal. Is that okay? Of course. <laughs> okay. So actually my husband and I, um, we did things a little bit backwards. We got married after we had children and we <laughs> went it. and we went to, um, to test the food and they made this amazing stuffed chicken. And my husband and I, my husband was like, Oh my gosh, Shay, the food is going to be so expensive. I'm not going to like it. And so like the owner of the company cooked the food for us and, I remember me and my husband sitting looking at each other and as we took the first bite of this amazing stuffed chicken and like instantly just knew this is where we were supposed to be. Like this was fantastic. We're moving our life where it's supposed to go. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, we came home because we fell in love with it. That ended up being one of our meals um, for our wedding. I make it at least once a week now. And, like, it give, brings some of the best conversations when we have stuffed chicken and we're eating around the table. Like, from the kids, one day, and I don't know what it was because we didn't do this before. But one day my daughter goes, Mom, I was looking at this chicken. And it made <laughs> me just want to talk about what I'm grateful for. And uh. I'm like what <laughs> it's interesting like, and it well because it was the moment too like it sounds like it was more than about the chicken <laughs> it, it it really and it really was about the moment and so like now when we're when we're all together and we're eating at the kitchen table it's a what are you grateful for today like what is what was your favorite part of the day and just that moment of she helped me make dinner that day. And like her even just saying that it struck this amazing chord of, wow, I don't know what we did to teach you this and that it just came out from you. But it made me so grateful as a mother to hear her say that. Oh, I love that. That's a great story. Yeah. Chicken and all. (laughs) Yes. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Shay. This has been so great and enlightening and so many little, I'm just like overwhelmed by all the amazing insights of mompreneurs and you and all these things that we're going to be able to move forward with in the school year. So thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. I cannot wait to hear how your launch goes and I cannot wait to just listen to it and listen to some of the other amazing podcast interviews you're doing. Yeah, well, thank you. And well, hopefully it will, the, the launch is for, for the planner that will help everyone make all this happen in their life. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. So thanks. And I will talk to you soon. And Busy Mamas, I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. Wasn't that an awesome episode? I just love, love, love Shay's energy. Um, so good. So at the end of every episode, I pick three doable changes that the person I've interviewed has shared sort of tucked into all the great tips and tricks and stories and strategies of the episode. And so I wanted to do that today with Shays. And if you guys haven't heard me talk about doable changes, which most of you have by this time, but maybe you're new, I really believe that long lasting change happens one doable change at a time. So many of us are inclined to take on everything at once to make big changes, which technically involve lots of doable changes all at once and we tend to take it all on and go 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 and then at the end we can't uh, something happens a child is sick uh, we get with some sort of obstacle gets in the way and instead of being able to persevere through the big change we're trying to make we go back to how we were and then we kind of have to start over again but what i found is if i take one thing at a time and really integrate it into my life maybe one week at a time one day at a time sometimes one month at a time those changes last they're lasting and they build over time and i still have those situations where i have sick kids or something happens to somebody or my spouse is traveling and sometimes that gets me out of some of my habits but when I'm ready, I can always get back into them because they're really baked into they're baked into my being in a way that they're not when I take on too much at once. So here are three from this episode. Shay shares about just take a walk in nature. So 
we need to get outside and we definitely need to move our bodies in general. So why not do it outside? And a walk in nature sort of hits the two at once. And you may choose to meditate while you walk, listen to a podcast or your favorite movement, music, or just get quiet. However you want to do it, just try walking daily. See how it feels when you go by yourself, when you take your kids, or when you call a friend and this is the way you meet up with them. So number one, take a daily walk in nature. Number two, create a morning routine. If you guys have been around me a long time, you know that this has been a big one in my life. So Shay described her own morning routine, which includes meditation, journaling, and exercise. And these are awesome things to include in a morning routine. But the key is really finding what you need to start your day right. So keep practicing your routine even if you have to finish parts of it later in the day, which Shay shared that story in her life, and aim for it in all mornings, but don't beat yourself up when it doesn't happen. So those are all strategies for making this work in the long haul that will really pay off. But creating that morning routine is huge. Um, I believe on Plan Simple Meals, we have a whole podcast about this. I teach about this in my programs. This is a big thing in my life. And as Shay mentioned, as I mentioned, they can be simple. They can be complicated. They don't always have to be the same. You can have different ones in different seasons of your life. Um, right now, I have one very similar to Shay's where I meditate, journal, exercise, and have a green smoothie every morning. But other times it's simpler. It's about having a smoothie and a glass of water and a shower. So it just depends on what season I'm in. So create a morning routine. This is a great experiment to have. Number three, set core values. So stop and think about what is really important to you. For Shay, this year, community was one of her values. So she rules out activities that don't connect her to her community. So set your own core values and use them to filter activities. It's a great filter. It's a great way to be able to say no when something doesn't serve you because you know what you should say yes to or what you want to say yes to because it's part of your core values. So these are three great doable changes. Remember, don't make it too big by taking them all on at once. Choose one, do it, fit it into your schedule, fit it into your life and make it happen. And if you want even more ideas, you can go to plansimplemeals.com slash 101 and download our favorite 101 doable changes that relate to food, happiness, and family. I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. If you like what you heard, the biggest compliments you can give us is to share Plan Simple Meals with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. I absolutely love sharing simple solutions to help busy families eat clean and live well. Visit HealthyMomsMeetup.com and come join in on the fun. In our free group, you can chat with me and other health-seeking moms, get new recipes and tips, and never be at a loss in the kitchen again. Come join the fun at HealthyMomsMeetup.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.